The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning in today. I have a Missing Link member, Bree, with me today. She has secondary progressive MS and has been working on improving her strength, her walking, and her endurance for some time now, and she hadn't found any service that's given her the results she's been looking for until she started with the Missing Link. Bree has been sharing so many of her improvements in our accountability group, and it's been inspiring so many people, including myself, that I wanted her to share her story with you guys. Bree, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hey, it's so great to see you. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to get into your journey and your success with your strength and mobility and all of that good stuff. But before we do, I'd love to ask you a question from my interview deck to help our listeners get to know you more on a personal basis outside of MS. Is that okay with you? (laughs) Sure. Awesome. Okay. So I'm shuffling my cards and your question is, what was the most memorable class you've ever taken in school or college? Oh gosh, it was actually a world religion class (laughs) that I took when I was in the military. We had to take some classes and it was something that I took not really thinking I was going to enjoy it. And it ended up just being so interesting learning about everyone's different views all over the world and what different people believe. And I just was so into it and it was so interesting. And I remember it surprised me and I always remember that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, hearing you say that I actually took a religion class once and I loved it. I was so interested mostly in Buddhism and Hinduism. Yeah. That was just, I found so That was the most interesting part too. I remember, I just remember it was just so interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. Of course. All right. So You have been a member of The Missing Link for about two months now, but before we get to that, I'd love for you to give our listeners a little bit of an idea of your MS journey, what type of MS you've been diagnosed with, and also how your symptoms have been affecting you. Sure. I was diagnosed 22 years ago with relapsing remitting MS. And so, especially in the beginning, you know, I would have a baseline, which was pretty much normal to what everyone else was experiencing. And then I would maybe have a flare up where I would have numbness in my legs or numbness in my arms or vision issues. And I would get steroid treatments for that and then come back to a baseline. And so that's why they call it relapsing remitting, you know? Um, So I would have flare ups, get treated, come back. And it's kind of progressed into a a secondary progressive MS. I think I don't get those flare ups like that anymore. It's just been more of a steady decline. You know, the walking 
has gotten more difficult. And instead of flare-ups, it's just things get a little bit harder slowly. <laughs> All right. And how would you say your day-to-day life was affected prior to starting Missing Link? So prior to working in a functional way, what did your day-to-day life look like? Were you tripping, falling, pain, sensation? Just what did that look like? I never had a lot of pain issues. I've had weakness, especially with my left leg. I wasn't able to take exercise classes that I used to love taking. I just, I couldn't stand up for more than 10 minutes at a time anymore. And when I'm walking, you know, the left leg is dragging, I'm tripping. I've taken some pretty serious falls because of that. I've broken my arm. (laughs) I've had some actually pretty serious injuries from the, the scuffing the foot and falling. And I was starting to use a cane when I was outside or in and out, coming in and out of work. And even just about two weeks before I started with the missing link exercises, I was at the hospital for an appointment and I was just struggling so much just to walk down that hall. I had my cane. I was walking so slowly. I was having a hard time bringing that left foot forward. And I, I was actually between the parking structure and my appointment, I was going into other offices, waiting rooms so that I could sit for a minute until I felt strong enough to keep going. And so I was taking the trip to the mammography suite in little bits and pieces. And then just about two, not, you know, 10 days, two weeks after that, after I started working with you, I had noticed improvement. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think I'm glad that you were able to share that with us because I think a lot of those symptoms are so common and so relatable for many people with MS, especially the foot drop, the fatigue, the tripping, those things can affect you on a daily basis and put you at risk, as you mentioned, for falls. It's definitely a safety hazard. Yeah. So, okay. So You've had MS for 22 years. You must have tried some things prior to the missing link. So what does that look like for you? What have you tried in the past to help you improve your strength and work towards your goals? Well, one of the most recent things that my neurologist suggested was physical therapy. And I was so excited because I was like, yes, I think this is really going to help me. This is what I need. And it was kind of a strange situation though, because the neuro PT wasn't comfortable seeing me because I had a herniated disc in my back. And so I was sent to see the ortho physical therapist and he straight out said, I don't see many MS patients. I don't know what your limitations are, you know? And so he was kind of in a new area for himself too. He was great. He's very knowledgeable with what he does but maybe not so much for an MS patient. And so it was just like, we just got to get you stronger. You know, let's throw a hundred pounds on the leg press and go until your leg is fatigued or ride the bike for 20 minutes, you know, which is great for cardio, but not for helping with the MS stuff. And that was why I was so excited when I discovered you and was, you know, listening to you talk about what an MS patient actually needs. And I was like, yes, that was my experience. Someone finally gets it. And that's why I was so drawn to you. Yeah. So can you share with our listeners how you first found me? Cause we didn't just start working together in the missing link. There were a few things that happened before that. So how did I come into your world? Yeah. We live clear across the country from each other. You know, you're in Buffalo and I'm in Portland, Oregon. So I was actually a, a Facebook ad and it's the one where you're walking towards the camera and it says, do you want to walk stronger? You know, do you want to be stronger with your walking? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so I, I, I clicked on that and I checked it out and it was, uh, it took me to the five day strength challenge for MS patients. And I was just so interested in that. And I started doing that and I couldn't believe, first of all, how simple the exercises were that we were doing. It's, you know, like ankle dorsiflexion and leg kicks and it's like, and how quickly that helped. And I was like, I've had MS for 22 years. How has no one told me this stuff before, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's kind of like what they said at the end of a new segment that you were in. You just have to find the right person to help you. Right. Yeah. I've, I'm glad that you signed up for that five-day MS strength challenge. It's a free challenge, five days, as you can guess. And it just goes over the basics. And I really enjoyed creating that because as you just mentioned, I feel like there's so much information out there that everyone with MS should know. I don't know why it's just not shared enough. Yeah. And so that's the information you learned there. And then you, then you came to the missing link. Can you share why you decided to join the missing link? I just found so much value in that five day strength challenge. I could see I was having improvement already after just a couple of days, you know, and like one of the first things that you do in, in that strength challenge was taking a single step down into like seven steps. You know, you put your weight on this side and then you bend your knee and then you put your feet forwards. And, and I was just practicing that stuff at home. And I just found so much value from the five days challenge that I just wanted to be a part of whatever group you were working with. It's like, I want to keep working with her. And then I joined the missing link challenge and became friends with so many of the members. It's a great community and people going through the same things and experiencing the same things and the same victories with you. And it's just been really great. Yeah. And I wish I could show our listeners our accountability group on Facebook, especially I would say within the first several weeks of when Brie joined the Missing Link, all Missing Link members get added to our accountability group. And Brie was just sharing win after win after win and just <laughs> all these different areas in life where she was noticing improvements, where her coworkers were noticing improvements. Yeah. And the group was just blowing up, like, keep it up. You're so inspiring. So I was so worried. I was annoying everyone. I was like, okay, just one more post. Let me tell you one more thing. And then I'll chill out. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, no, no, keep going. <laughs> yeah. And you even post on your personal page as well, the improvements. And I remember you getting just a ton of support there as well. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. So let's share some of these wins. Can you tell our listeners what types of benefits and improvements you've seen? And again, Bree's only been a member for two months, which I want to shout that out because one thing I'll ask her in a, in a moment here is about consistency, because this isn't going to happen overnight. It does take consistency, but for some people, improvements can happen relatively quick. It doesn't need to be a year. So can you share some of those wins that you've had with us? Just such an improvement with the walking and I'm not scuffing that left foot. It's easier to take a step because I'm thinking about where my foot is when I'm taking a step and what position my toes are in. I haven't been using my cane. I always keep it with me just in case I have to take a little bit of a longer walk. But when I'm coming in and out of work, I'm not bringing that cane in with me anymore. I feel more sturdy. You know, when I take the trash out, I have to walk down a long driveway that's kind of uneven and I'm not scuffing so much and just I can stand up a little bit longer too. That was a big thing for me. I couldn't stand up anymore longer than five or 10 minutes. And the other day I was doing Tai Chi with my mom in her garden and walking around with her in her garden. I'm not feeling like, okay, I can't stand up any longer. And so just little things like that. It's not like some miracle cure for MS, but it's something that's making my life easier. And that's what everybody wants, right? It's just for life to be a little bit easier. Yeah. And one thing you just mentioned was being outside in the garden. And one thing that is not lost on me is that's 
uneven ground. Yeah. That's a whole different category of improvement as well, being able to stand up and walk safely on even ground as well as uneven ground. And one thing I believe you mentioned in our accountability group was that you're parking further away now because you can walk a longer distance into work. Is that right? A little bit. Sometimes if that spot's open, when I get there, I'll still take it, (laughs) but I'm not as worried now. If I have to park further away, I can, I feel like I can do that. The reason I started parking so close was I had a few incidents where I was coming across the crosswalk and people get impatient and they start rolling through. And I would feel like I have to hurry to get out of their way and it would make me trip. And so that made me nervous about having to come across that crosswalk. So I would park in a closer spot so that I was just right by the door. And so now I'm getting brave enough that I I think I'll be able to start parking farther away again. I love that. Yeah. And these are improvements, as you mentioned, that they might sound small to someone else, especially someone that doesn't have MS. But when you have MS, just tripping less, having more energy, being able to walk with better quality, stand for longer times, like that plays a big difference in your day-to-day life. And the things that you teach also, they're so simple, like a calf stretch, a good calf stretch helped me so much because a tight calf muscle pulls my toes down. That's what I learned from you. You know, it's like, no one told me that in 22 years, if I could just do a good calf stretch, it'll make things easier. And so that's just what blows my mind is how much you were able to help me with things that no one ever told me all this time. Yeah. And going a little bit further in that, can you share for some of our listeners who don't know what the missing link is, how would you describe it as being different from other physical therapy that you've tried in the past, or even just going to the gym or other exercise programs? How is the missing link different? And why do you think it's worked for you so well? It's just so specific to MS patients and you hit on neuroplasticity. You know, you say if it's something you can do, keep doing it because that pathway will be stronger. If it's something you can't do, keep trying because that means your brain's trying to find a different pathway. And no one's ever talked about that with me before with neuroplasticity. It was something I had heard of and had wanted to know more about, but could never really find any information until you taught that to us. Awesome. Well, what are your thoughts on consistency and how that's played a role for you? That's huge. Um, I was just noticing just the other day, I hadn't done the exercises for a few days. No reason, just busy at work, blah, 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 whatever, (laughs) you know, the excuses that we give. I just hadn't done them for a couple of days. And then I was out and about and I felt like I was tripping again. And there was a little more spasticity in my legs and things were tighter again. And it's easy, but you got to do it every day and you got to keep doing it. Cause when you stop, your body realizes that you're not doing it. And then you kind of go back to those same problems that you had before. At least that's what I have found. Yeah. And one thing I just want to share with our listeners too, is that one main reason that people like Brie who notice improvement so quickly and by quickly, you know, I've had some clients, including Brie, who within a few days have noticed improved ankle lifting. So their foot drop is better, you know, within a few days up to a few months. The reason that that likely is happening is because your neural pathway from your brain down to that muscle group is there. It is working. You likely just weren't using it. You were overcompensating with a different muscle group. So by doing these specific exercises, you're essentially able to wake up that neural pathway. And you're saying, Hey brain, this is the one I want to use. Use me instead. 
And when that happens, you can notice that improvements quickly. But as Brie is saying, it does take consistency. It takes consistency to build that pathway and keep it there so that your brain automatically uses it and you don't require that reminder to yourself. And I notice at home or when I go visit my parents, I was always a wall walker and I'm not doing that anymore. I can just walk through a house without holding on to things. And that's a big difference too, in the category of just making life a little bit easier. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, This is so amazing. And kudos to you for following the program, doing the exercises and staying consistent enough to see these results because it is possible, but it does take work and you're clearly doing what it takes to see those results. So I'm really proud of you. And I, I really thank you for sharing all of your insights. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners? Just keep going. You know, I mean, I think as long as you have hope, you can always keep going, even if things are difficult. And like I've said, you know, with your program, things have just gotten easier. And then that gives me more hope. And like one thing that I can think of off the top of my head is I feel like there's certain things I was thinking I'll never be able to do again. And going to Disneyland was something that has come across. Like, I can't do that. I can't stand up that long. I can't walk that far. And then just now I'm walking a little farther and now I'm standing up a little bit longer. And so there's that glimmer of hope. Maybe someday I'll get to go to Disneyland again. That's so, amazing. so I'm taking you with me. If we go to Disneyland, you have to come. Oh my God. Please <laughs> do. I would gladly come. <laughs> that would be so fun. And the Missing Link members. <laughs> yeah. We'll wear our Missing Link t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, Bree, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your story, your journey. And I'm excited. I want to have you back in a year or so and see yeah. how far you've come from now. That'll be great. It was so great talking to you. If anyone is interested in the free five-day MS strength challenge that Brie was talking about earlier, go ahead and check the show notes and you'll find a link to sign up for that challenge. There will also be a link in the show notes for the missing link. If you have any interest at all in learning about it and seeing if it would be a good fit for you and even signing up for a Zoom call with me where I can show you a behind the scenes look. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.